0: for now we can just be like hey (laughs) well we did it (laughs) maybe that's it like we weren't joking here we are
1: we are here and um yeah I guess we're trying this crazy new I shouldn't say crazy this wild new adventure um Mm -hmm. where we're gonna just now record our conversations about dating and sex and relationships and we're gonna take it out of
0: iMessage and into (laughs) 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 Oh, God, what are we
1: doing? <laughs> <laughs> all right so i guess like should we maybe like introduce ourselves because tra- mm-hmm. we know who we are mm-hmm. and yeah. um at least all of our friends and family that are listening to this <laughs> knows who we are unfortunately um yep. but i guess for the people who stumble across this podcast and it's like oh i'm from the midwest and i get this britney spears reference yeah. um who are these two white women so do you want to introduce yourself first or do you want me to
0: Um, I guess I can go first. My name is Rachel. I am, uh, I was going to say a young 29, but really I'm a very old 29 (laughs) for, uh, in my twenties for just a few short months left. Um, I am a Gemini, a Gemini sun. I'm a Virgo moon and a Pisces rising. Um, I am white. I am a female. I am cis and straight. It's a a, burrow cross I must bear. <laughs> um, my Enneagram is five with some seven tendencies. I am a raven claw, which which I think is good to know. Um of we're course just giving up in,
1: all of the identity. Yeah. All, all <laughs> like for all we're reaching <laughs> everybody and like how you want to mm-hmm. know about our personalities hopefully now you really understand
0: <laughs> as white white female millennials this is what we do want to I want to center myself for you <laughs> I want to place myself amongst amongst the tapestry of things that I'm interested in I have an English degree so I do not uh, grammar police obviously all cops are bastards including the grammar police but I call myself <laughs> a reformed back a reformed grammar nerd um yeah, that's me. Who are you?
1: Uh, my name is Tanya. I am a I am a young thirty-something year old because my birthday was just a month ago. So I am a mm-hmm. Pisces. I am not good at remembering Pisces and Sun, like Sun rising. Yours, all of that. yours
0: is easy. Yours double Sag. You're a Pisces Sun, and then you're Sag Moon and oh, that's Sag right. Rising. Okay,
1: that's right. Yes, that is right. So I'm a Pisces Sag baby. <laughs> I guess you could say.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um i am in an enneagram eight and i am in hufflepuff house um some people would probably say that i should be in gryffindor but i would choose hufflepuff Mm -hmm. uh that just feels right in my heart and my soul um i would also say that i oh i'm also white cisgender straight um yep all of those things single Mm -hmm. um yeah
0: i too i'm single
1: um, yep and I would also claim like the title feminist is really important to me um, and just being a huge nerd. Like if I had to, those are probably Mm -hmm. the two identities that are not identities (laughs) that I would claim. So, so yeah, as you can see a lot of overlap for Rachel and I, (laughs) in that regard of like our shared identities and everything like that. So we do want to like say that this podcast is not going to be for everybody. Like, we are two white women who are on our own journeys of like anti-racism, um, as well as we like to consider ourselves LGBTQI plus co-conspirators in this work. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will do the very best we can to like bring in other perspectives and other stories and other people and all of that, but we we're not perfect because mm-hmm. yeah, we're just not perfect. So if we fuck up, if we say something wrong, if we do like, you know, we're going to try to own, our, own that. We're going to try to call each other out if we do something like that. But yeah, we're we're not we're not going to get this right. Um, but we're going to continue to show up and hopefully mm-hmm. try to be right. Yeah. You know, do you have anything else to add?
0: I'll probably think I'm right, but I will try <laughs> to to own uh, glaring mistakes. I am open to feedback.
1: I mean, that's your Gemini speaking, right? Mm-hmm. Like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just your little Gemini heart. <laughs> true to yes. itself
0: so and virgo really mm, yeah
1: yeah like why are why are we doing this rachel <laughs> why why, are we why did this? we think that this was a great idea
0: <laughs> well i think we thought <laughs> if i can speak for us that dating representation tends to center uh very Urban and large metropolis voices and stories, like dating in New York City or dating in Los Angeles or in these other other big cities, etc. Chicago, (laughs) Houston—I'll name every major metropolitan center in the United States. (laughs) And while there are definitely themes that I think hold true across dating, just in wide like racial themes, generational themes, etc., I do think there's something that doesn't get highlighted very often, and that is. Uh, population size and what it (laughs) means to be dating in a city that's 50,000 people or 100,000 people as opposed to a million or Mm -hmm. 900,000. And I do live in a pretty big area but um michigan in general is like good old midwest i mean so chicago but no i don't you think we named in- that
1: i don't think we said not to cut you off but like we yeah. are mm-hmm. we are from uh michigan the great state the great lake state mm-hmm. call but yeah keep yes. going what you're saying
0: well yeah so what it what is your what how is the dating experience different when your population size is so much smaller what does that look like where are these stories we know they're out there we yep. have them we hear them we want to talk about them yeah and if you are in a little city in the midwest or or elsewhere and on the east coast on the west coast mm-hmm. in the south in canada if you're in canada please listen to this <laughs> this will be this will be a very canada friendly podcast. if
1: you are in ireland and you are a yes. single man um and you're listening to this hit us up yeah. just I am looking
0: for a way out of this country. So please, if you are outside of the country, let me know. For <laughs> that green me card up. marriage. Yes, I, out of fine. this country. Out of the take me out of this country. So yeah, we want we want to um, elevate those voices. And again, because we come from a similar place in being white, straight, cisgender females, we definitely want to hear about what the dating experience is like if any of those things are different for you, mm-hmm. um, and you're dating in, in a smaller city or town.
1: Yeah. And so then like talking to some of my other, like Rachel and other like single female friends about like, so we both are like pretty liberal, pretty radical, mm-hmm. far left individuals as well. Um, and how difficult all of the identities that we shared, um, how hard it is to, find men especially because we are straight like that share the same values or look at the world the same way that we do in a town of about 50,000 people yeah (laughs) and a pretty yeah pretty conservative religious area um Mm -hmm. especially for me where I live in Michigan um and how yeah just like how much it sucks like like something we'll talk about probably all the time because it's one of my greatest pet peeves about dating where I am is how men from the next town over that's like about twice the size of my town have a hard time coming over to my town for dates because Mm -hmm. they're like it's a 45 minute drive I don't want to make that fuck off it's
0: so fucking
1: walking about it's not that big of a deal
0: I did hit a deer on that interstate though (laughs) (laughs) and in in those those men's defense
1: (laughs) yes to be fair um, but what that we can talk more about that when we talk about like dating apps and stuff, because yes. that's a whole spiel, but yeah. So, you know, we, Rachel and I have talked about all of these things multiple times over our six year friendship.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So Rachel and I worked together. Um, that's how we got to know each other. And we, yeah, so it's been six years that we've talked about all of these topics a lot. Mm-hmm. And I guess we just uh, heard from enough people why don't you do something about this? Like write a book or whatever. And I was like, let's do a podcast instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: um, I also have a sort of volcanic hubris. Like many white women before us, we assume that if we think it's funny, everyone else is going to think it's funny. So
1: I are mean, testing that theory. Exactly. We're scientists. I don't know why not. Uh, yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> again, shout out to
1: all of our friends and family who are listening to this, like the the mm-hmm. ten people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess kind of going back though, to how we know that this podcast isn't going to be for everybody. Um, We also like want to make a huge disclaimer that if you (laughs) are somebody who has to like, if you hear something that is maybe slightly critical of men, especially white men, and you, your first thought is like, well, hashtag not all men. Just don't listen. Like just Pause the podcast right now. This isn't for you. Pause it.
0: We, w- yeah, we wish ahead. you well. <laughs> we wish you so well. Um, but yeah, this is this, you will not be happy here. We no. know that. At this point, you know that. We told you our Hogwarts houses. Surely that's kind of <laughs> clued in on what's going to be going on here. This we, isn't for you. <laughs> no.
1: Would I say that I'm a man bashing feminist? Yeah, maybe. But I, the- yeah. The men that in my in men, the men in my life know that I'm not bashing that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm bashing the patriarchy. But if you yeah. can't see the difference in that, again, this podcast is not for you. Mm-hmm.
0: If you're looking to learn and grow, stick around. Um. Yeah, we do not take responsibility for your hurt feelings. That's your problem.
1: Yeah. Yep. One hundred percent um and also if you're not into like a shit ton of pop culture references probably not for you uh mm-hmm. <laughs> there's one thing that both mm-hmm. Rachel and I truly love in this world it's like pop culture one direction yeah. <laughs> yeah. pop like if that if you are like nope I, I'm a true hipster and I don't know any of that shit means <laughs> not for you I
0: don't want to own this I don't want to lean into these references nope you should you should go
1: yeah I mean to be very blunt we're considering a boy bands episode because of our love Mm -hmm. for boy bands and how much, uh, I could argue that it impact like boy bands throughout the last 30, 20 years have impacted straight women. Well, actually all women possibly sexuality Mm -hmm. on some level, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that is a thesis that I will eventually write, um, and and maybe start on this podcast.
0: I would also say if you are, um, contrary to To like an annoying degree, (laughs) this is not, if you don't like hearing stories of like disasters, or if you think that you've had, you have somehow miraculously had no bad experiences in this field and you aren't, aren't interested in hearing about others bad or not even bad, but like funny or quirky, quirky experiences. This isn't for you. If your instinct, when you hear about and I mean, this kind of feeds into the not all men thing, but yeah, if you're just contrary where um, not understanding that your experience might not be all experiences, you're probably not going to have a good time in here because it's, nope. if, I mean, the whole, the whole conceit of the show is, is goofy stories. Yeah. So. Yes. Just a, word, a word of warning.
1: <laughs> yeah. 100%. And like, we are not, well, I'm going to be very upfront about this. We're not centering the voices of especially cisgender men um, and males. We will have them on the show as guests because Mm -hmm. I do think that, I mean, I think just part of the problem with dating culture nowadays anyways, I mean, obviously gendered roles um, that Mm -hmm. still exist and um, plague our everyday interactions with all of the genders. But um, I do think it's important that men have, men are able to impact some stuff with women and other genders about mm-hmm. how their behaviors or their the ways that they were raised impact us um, and have like a good conversation about that. We're, that does not mean that we're centering their voices. Um, it's centering, I think, just like the overall experience of what it's like to be dating across genders with the same gender, you know what I mean? All of those
0: things
1: mm-hmm. um, and how that impacts each other. And I think too, like, yeah. Um, coming as somebody who has known men in her life who have had awful traumatic experiences dating women, um, I know yeah. that it's not, it doesn't just impact, that like, dating culture doesn't just negatively impact um, mm-hmm. women and trans women and femme people, like femme individuals, like that's not true. Um, the, the culture that we have, our patriarchal culture like hurts us all. Um, and I definitely think that's important to talk about.
0: Yeah, but again,
1: so too. not all men vibes just leave. Just, just.
0: Leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. So, as we discussed, we wanted this first episode to be an introduction to us as individuals, uh, but also an, an introduction to how how we talk and interact with each other as friends and as people trying to navigate um, this world of attractions and crushes and relationships. And to that end, I have uh, a very embarrassing and also surprising new crush, new celebrity crush to share. But there's a new Jack Harlow interview with um, Rolling Stone, and it's been Uh popping up on my Instagram. And there's a video of him where he's really hot. (laughs) And I just, (laughs) he's 24, which is a lot for me to probably, he's also a, a white rapper. Yeah. And there's already one of those in my life, Mac Miller, and there's not room for another one, but he, he, it was a hot, he was hot in it. And I've just been <laughs> sitting with that. I didn't know who to text to be like, am I going insane? Like he's <laughs> hot. The The comments of it were very supportive to me. They are yeah. extremely thirsty, <laughs> but. I mean, um, if you want to relate
1: to young 20-somethings, you are still 20-somethings, like, so you might yeah. as well. <laughs>
0: I'm young. I'm hip. I can do this. I can think Jack Harlow's hot.
1: I mean, the Dairy Girls trailer dropped today. How many times have you watched it?
0: I, a lot. I do not think that's Jonathan Bailey. I I, I, who is it then? Who is I, it? I don't know. We won't know until it's out because because Dairy Girls doesn't that IMDb page, IMDb page is not kept super I mean, it's kept up to date, but like yeah. it's not out yet. I I don't think it's Jonathan Bailey
1: it looks so much like him though doesn't it I feel like anything to me
0: it looks like a blend of him and whoever plays Benedict there's like a Benedicty sort of feature in there I am Uh, I for as annoyed as I was for a lot of season one of of Bridgerton about fucking Daphne's bangs I I will I will die annoyed by them I am sort of over that, the bits of Daphne that I've seen in the trailer, her bangs are off her forehead, which I'm excited about. And I am, I really, I am looking forward to the season. I do have new beef with Anthony's hair because I, I liked his hair in the first season. I am glad that we lost the sideburns because they were a bit like period accurate. Um, But the way his hair is swept up now, it just is like every boy that I had a crush on from like fourth grade to seventh grade and it's so annoying and I just I can't I saw it immediately and I've not been able to unsee it I just don't know who the fuck is doing hair for this show but I need to talk to them to be like why just if, if you <laughs> explain it to me at least I'll know why or why do we do keep doing this
1: I mean they did it because they're reaching a core group of again millennial white women <laughs> who they're like we know what kind of hairstyle develops your sexuality
0: <laughs> god it drives me insane i like there are sometimes so obviously the scene of him coming out of the water is going to be that's going to be a good one we're all going to love that and it, i like his hair there but it's soaking wet obviously you can't go into a ballroom with soaking wet hair it right. just uh it looks I don't like it (laughs) so I feel like you'll be able to get past it though right like god here's hope and we talk a lot about celebrity crushes but I don't I don't even know if I would say I'm like a stan of any of my celebrity crushes yeah
1: well here's a uh, let's let's share our top five Rachel because I feel like that is another piece of our identity (laughs) that will help
0: it is yeah (laughs)
1: listeners understand (laughs) who we are who
0: we are where we're way that maybe is
1: not great. I don't know
0: yeah so my Uh,
1: my top five are tom hiddleston r.i.p because you get married and you're dead to me he's alive
0: still alive we're not breaking (laughs) any news still alive he's
1: just getting married it's fine um my second is chris evans i'm Mm -hmm. uh we don't need to dive into my love for captain american marvel quite yet but chris evans all the way he is my favorite chris hands down and then um we will absolutely be discussing our mutual love for harry styles extensively yeah for sure
0: for sure, for sure.
1: But, um and there are very few people out there that will understand this. I love Harry Styles, and he's my number four. But Niall Horn is my absolute favorite One Direction member, and has been since college when my friends gifted me a life-size poster of him <laughs> that I hung on my
0: wall. <laughs> That's how you know it's real. So, um,
1: and my last one, rounding weird. it up for right now, I feel like my last one changes once in a while, like when Phoebe Robinson did her recent Thirsty Friday one, it, Henry Cavill popped up into top five.
0: But Ugh, God, he's, he's really hot.
1: Him yeah. and T- so right now it's Taryn Egerton. Those 2 though go back and forth vying for that mm-hmm. fifth and sixth spot. So that's my mm-hmm. um, very white men centric top five celebrity
0: crushes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just love thinking about mine. Um, so my, my, number one celebrity crush he'll be number one on my list I guess forever is Colin Firth and that is a hashtag standing in my truth moment um secondary to Colin I think is Andy Samberg I think I would put Andy firmly in second place I just it just yeah he's just really hot There's like there are times when I'm like god I love him and then times I'm like god he's he's really hot against all odds he's really hot how well I feel like we are
1: I feel like out of our top five, I know we haven't finished yet, but like out of our top five, Andy and Niall are two that like are realistically hot, right? Yeah. Like yeah. they are two people, like the way I, I describe Niall is like, he's a Midwestern 10. <laughs> like mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. either of them were to come into a bar, you wouldn't like, double like you would double take, but only because they're good looking, Yeah. but not because like they were like, why are you here? Like, it doesn't make any sense that you're here kind of. There's you know I mean? And I mean,
0: like Andy, a lo- his, I mean, I just think he's hot in every way. But like a right. major part of that is that he's part of like my SNL cast, right? Like the cast mm-hmm. that was on when mm-hmm. I started watching high school through okay. college. Like he's my SNL cast. He's made some of the funniest been a like fundamental part of some of the funniest things I've ever watched in my life and like the, my early consumption of humor, not, I mean, yeah. middle school and high school is not early humor, but like my, like early maturing of my humor. humor. yes, yeah, like finding out what I actually think is funny and then yeah. making a point to actually consume that, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, thinking about, there were these two, they were two digital shorts from the Staten Island Technical School that I could watch like an instant mood brightener for me. So anyways, Andy Samberg, number two. <laughs> um, I think after that, Oscar Isaac is definitely my in my third spot. Um, yeah, I love a bilingual man. Uh, the fact that he can speak Spanish is almost like an automatic qualifier. But yeah, he wears a really good beard. Ugh, not a lot, not a lot that I don't love there. Um, Idris Elba is in my fourth spot for... Very similar reasons. I don't know if he's, I sort of assume that anyone in Europe is bilingual, but I don't know if he actually speaks other languages. Colin Firth is fluent in Italian and has dual citizenship with the United States and Italy, so that's cool um yeah Idris Elba I would love for Idris Elba to be the next James Bond but at the same time I don't know if I could like handle it (laughs) Uh, whatever (laughs) jury's jury's out on that you would combust in the movie
1: (laughs) I would combust
0: I would combust I get it um I gave my fifth spot not long ago to Orlando Bloom who's really just like a golden oldie for me like one Mm -hmm. of my earliest Mm -hmm. celebrity crushes but he is bring it
1: he is my sex like he was my sexual awakening I get it I get it
0: he really Pirates of the Caribbean was like a pretty uh that movie was it was a lot to take in um but I'll bring up Jack Harlow again I that oh my that (laughs) that little video clip it he winks in it he does like a very attractive smirk and laugh I I am not happy to have a 24-year-old on this list, but.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what's the age difference between your number one and your number five then? 40 years?
0: For basically, God, that's a lot to hear, but you're right, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. Good job, Rachel.
1: I'm I'm proud of you for owning your truth and putting that Mm -hmm. out into the stratosphere. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) There it is.
1: I mean, you at least had two men of color on your, I didn't, I, it was all just, (laughs) white men yeah. and they were all they're all other than chris evans who is literally captain america they're all european men so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. take that as a, take that as a, what you will
0: yeah so, here we are
1: <laughs> yep here we are again i feel like you will never listen to our next podcast now because
0: you'll just be like okay these two women well like, we did it <laughs> <So> <laughs> we, we did try. it guys. we tried so hard so, yeah <laughs> You'll be thrilled to know that this is releasing bi-weekly.
1: You don't have to hear us every single week unless you want to go back and listen to the old episodes, which I guess is good for
0: you. I also have started listening and this uh, good friend of mine has been on about this for a while and I thought that I wouldn't like it, but I've come to love it. Listening to my podcast on at minimum point one point two five speed, if not 1.5 speed and Mm. it's it is really, it's doing, it's good. It's going well for me. So not only are we out every other week, you can also listen to us sped up <laughs> and <laughs> still absorb what we're saying and get kind of our chipmunk voices. Uh, so yeah, bi-weekly
1: on Thursdays. Cause we just, mm-hmm. I guess thought that Thursdays worked. Um, I honestly feel like it
0: works out. Like this is a, a, a dating podcast and potentially even like a sex and dating podcast. It's yep. a thirsty yep. Thursday. We are it works Ooh, I like out.
1: That. It I like works
0: that. out.
1: Yeah, I guess also yeah. disclaimer, like we will be talking about sex. Um, mm-hmm. So going back to like things that you, if you don't want to hear, if you don't like to talk about sex, if you are somebody who it makes you really uncomfortable,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: we like there's very little that we are not comfortable talking about when it comes to sex. Yeah. So again, not for you, no shame in that at all. No um, we are no a very in. sex positive um environment I would say but we also respect people that mm-hmm. are sex neutral sex averted um I guess yeah. I don't know all the terms but yeah just putting that out there
0: you don't want to hear us talk <laughs> we'll about be putting that on our list maybe we'll do we'll do an episode the sexless yeah. the sexless episode
1: and then we we will be having guests you won't have to just listen to our two voices all the time mm-hmm. um, we will be inviting our friends and people that we know um onto the podcast talk about certain things that um, when we were when we were planning this they were like hey I'm really I want to talk about this with you um and also just friends that we obviously love and enjoy talking about or talking mm-hmm. with I should say um so they'll be joining us throughout
0: no enemies on this podcast no <laughs> it's an no. enemy free zone
1: I mean Mitch McConnell counts as an enemy though right like
0: yeah yes like this is
1: that Mitch McConnell is the podcast number one enemy <laughs> yeah <laughs> he just stands for everything we hate
0: <laughs> yes, yes i don't know why he, he was the first
1: one that came to my mind but i guess that means like that's he
0: he's is a pretty good one i would say like in yeah. terms of top top enemies he's definitely up there yeah. okay well now we've also established that so if that's a problem mm-hmm. for you, i think yeah. you're listening
1: a long time ago yeah.
0: agree <laughs> and
1: also just like to again we are two uh not fancy podcast people we are doing this in our houses on zoom if the quality's not great, we will try to be better.
0: <laughs> but we're, we're just, sorry. Yeah, we don't have a studio, y'all. It's just it is what it is. If you <laughs> want we... us to have
1: a studio and you want to sponsor us, mm-hmm. hit us up. Uh, slide we into our DMs again, donation. especially if you are an Irish <laughs> person if who wants to.
0: <laughs> <if> you're <laughs> you an Irish citizen, citizen Irish with a lot of money. Please <laughs> reach out to us. <laughs>
1: No questions we'll, asked. We'll I mean, no, find something. Yeah, we look forward to this. Uh, hopefully you'll come back. Mm-hmm. Um, we, yeah, we're just going to dive into dating and what it what it's like to date. So here in the mid, great old Midwest, Great Lakes State. So mm-hmm. stick with us. We will try to be funnier, I guess, if you didn't think this was funny <laughs> or less. Fu- I don't know. Just stick with us. So yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Bye guys. Bye, Bye pals. Not guys. <laughs> If you're enjoying OAP I Did It Again, follow us on Instagram at OAP Podcast. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Email us. Tell us your stories. You can reach us at opepodcast Podcast 22 at com.